What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Justin here with Meals. Meals, it's almost spring, baby. We here. Almost spring. What? (laughs) Yo, don't tell New York because it's like 60 thumb degrees outside right now. It's amazing. It's beautiful. I would rather be doing the podcast outside, but for acoustic purposes, it would not work out. As oh, no. well as we just waited for a whole minute for sirens to go across my apartment. Yeah, so. that's been my dream. I've been wanting to do that since like two belts. Like, can we just do it outside and see what happens? But then you go and actually do a podcast outside, and it's like terrible. There's birds in the background chirping, there's sirens, people, and it's New York City, so you're gonna get all types of people arguing with you know their significant others and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, you know, it just it, it is what it is. But warmer weather is definitely coming. I can't wait. Um, and well, yeah. I can't wait because we got some we got some really cool announcements coming. And I and I and you know we've been kind of burying the lead, not really talking about it even internally. But like we're planning some really dope shit for the next you know for for the upcoming year that we're gonna reveal really soon. So yeah, like I'm, I'm excited yeah. about that. Um, I'm also excited with, with spring comes new changes and also things returning. The rewriters room is back. Bada boom, bada boom. Listen, you know they're, they're back. Shout out to them. Hold on. Let me give them applause real quick. Uh huh. Applause yes. for that theme song too. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. what a tour de force over here. They, I was saying, I, was saying, I'm not gonna lie. I, love our, I love our theme song, <laughs> but I was, they saying, got people writing about rapping about rewriting rooms and I'm just like, Whoa. All right. <laughs> oh my god shout out to shout out to the whole crew of the rewriters room their, their recent episode with oscar is fantastic uh just listen to it before we started the show um yeah. I, I had mentioned on twitter that that was like the oscar thing and, and i and i, I dig it i dig it i did get uh kind of mixed up on my years but like the oscar That's okay. thing, it's triggering any any oscar related argument that we're gonna have especially on this episode potentially it's our, it's our biggest it is our biggest argument ever I think that maybe we might have had a bigger argument with something that was really silly. Remember that one silly argument? It was like, why are we arguing about this? Was it like we were, We've argued about, I remember arguing about Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai. Yes. I remember arguing about, um, there was definitely an argument with Cyrus is there. Where we talked about Rusev and Andrade. And I think you said Andrade was going to turn face or something, which never happened. Um uh and then there's some other arguments i don't know it's just it's the weird and then one, you, in, the, yes the oscar one, in comparison. yeah the oscar one it was definitely the most triggering so listening to that it was like oh man me and mills we used to we used to really like bump heads over this and then i i think honestly like it just became where it was just like okay well some people are just slotted into these positions. But, I mean, she dodged a lot of bullets this year. She was really supposed to lose that title a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <Did it. laughs> That's some bullshit. You know that? Like, you know how much bullshit that is? Like, you know how ridiculous that is? That the thought that she was going to lose the championship and then we were going to have to ask, like, what is Asuka doing for WrestleMania? Crazy, right? This year. She's just got let no drop- tag team partner. She's got no oh. thing. Let her drop it at um. Let her drop it at Mania, man. Let's just let's yeah, do it that way. I don't know. That'd be way better. Um, let's get into No Holds Barred. We have such a big news week. Uh, 
We're going to kind of cross over into War Report territory, not too deep, not as in-depth as Cyrus and Quan will be this Friday, but we have to talk about um, some major things that happened at AEW Revolution Explosive, explosive event that happened. Uh, <laughs> that was low-hanging fruit. That wasn't even clever. That was just... I've been waiting to see... <laughs> It, didn't, it wasn't even as good as that. It definitely wasn't. They could have used that sound. They could have used that guy <laughs> on the board. No, no, no. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. But um, I, I mean, if, wow. I, I didn't have it. I didn't have a chance to, to talk about uh, or to watch the show or watch uh, most of it. Um, I watched mostly, mostly through highlights and clips. I, I'll probably sit down and watch it never. But um, I've heard mixed things about it. Cyrus himself said mixed things about it. Uh, he is the he's the resident AEW connoisseur. Did you get a chance to watch any of it? No, I was watching the All Star game. I was watching stuff that people watch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then after the fact, because the pay per view is like seven hours long, it's like okay, All Star. The fact that a full All Star weekend thing could exist the same time as the show and could wrap up before a wrestling pay per view. It's not lost on me. <laughs> yeah, that's not. That's ridiculous. Going from eight to like eleven forty, eleven forty-five is ridiculous. I I think that if WWE is able to, even with Mania, I think even last year's Mania wasn't that long. Um, uh-huh. If they're able to, for the two nights that they do it, keep it to two thirty, a tight two thirty, I'm. It already gains points in my book, and and I, and I think that that's for everyone who watches these pay per views, even if they're not the the best. Like Extreme Rules last year was bad. I was at least it was over before dinner. You know what I'm saying? And I could I could go about my day. But um Aren't we all lucky. Aren't we lucky, some of us? But go out. Oh, wow. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, bud. <laughs> I gotta go to bed. Um Christian debuted. It was the big announcement, the big uh the big signing. Uh there is something to be said about overpromising and under delivering. Uh, but I get it as a promoter, you have to make everything seem as though the biggest deal ever. Um, I think that the re- the reception, if you would, I mean, if you agree, it was like it was it was mixed. I think a lot of people were expecting something bigger, but the, like I think a lot of people that they wanted to see there were like washed up people anyway. Like Kurt Angle, I'm like, okay, at least yeah. someone who can still go. Like Kurt Angle can't. Well, that's never stopped Kurt Angle before. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like Kurt Angle hasn't been able to go for like a decade, but that's never stopped him before. Um, no, I agree. I thought, you know what? The fact that it's over, over-promising over was like groundbreaking. I mean, NXT is doing a groundbreaking announcement on Wednesday itself. So I guess Two of them. it's it's just part of wrestling. And <laughs> it just is. Um, thing about Christian, 100%, I guess, definitely. It's, it's sad because I don't want to say it's underwhelming because I like Christian a lot. Um, and I think it's a good signing for them because... I think they need more guys that can go on the level of Christian. Well, um, they need more guys that can go without it being like a, a junk, uh, DQ, no DQ, false count anywhere yeah. match. They need a they need a fundamentals guy. To be honest with you, right? And and he absolutely does. You know, he absolutely provides that. And in leaps and bounds, he's immediately is skyrocketed to probably one of the best in ring competitors on the show, in my opinion. Just on an overall level, someone who's been doing this for years, someone who can hopefully still go after being out for half of a decade, um, and someone who can you know give those matches to that young talent and hopefully help develop a lot of them. Um, but yeah, the announcement I was just like, oh. and then he's like, work harder than everybody else. I was like, oh come on, 
I mean, like, I was like, duh. <laughs> like, duh, but it's like, you know, what are you, what are you comparing yourself to? Fucking Luchasaurus, bro? Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, work harder than everybody else. I was like, yeah. Like, are you working on Dark? Like, are you? <laughs> oh, he'll be on Dark Everyone. Too. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. He'll uh, be on Elevation sure. or whatever the hell that thing is called coming uh, in a week or so. Uh, AEW. Do, do you feel like if. If you were WWE, would you have given him much more? It seemed like the Royal Rumble thing was a one-off thing, which is crazy for someone who'd returned from injury um, like a year ago. Or no, returned from injury for like being out for the past six years and comes back mm-hmm. and it's like a one-time thing. Would you, if you were WWE, would you have given him at least a chance to be like, okay, let's feature him on the show if he chooses to be? No, because, because I thought he like, would be incorporated into that Edge program, to be honest with you. No, because when you look at it, I don't want to be mean. They have Edge. <laughs> like I mean, that's true. But I mean, the, I mean it, that's been the story of Christian's career in general. Yeah. They if they have Edge, then they don't really they don't really like they they it's clear. I don't know why I understand the shock of, of him coming back and doing that, but I don't I don't understand the shock of them of them thinking of people thinking they would magically be like, oh, okay, we we, we like Christian. They have never really put him on that edge level, that Goldberg level. No, well, not Goldberg, but like that level of like you know next level star. You know, what I mean, they've never done right. that. So like them doing this was not surprising to me. Like it, when I heard Christian, I was like, oh yeah, it could be him. Yeah, <laughs> not like think- no. <laughs> But I think when you got people on like Monday Night Raw, like Jeff Hardy, Sheamus, a lot of people just like hamming it up, jamming it up on Monday Night Raw, who've been around for quite some time, haven't really, not really bringing anything new to the table. At least Christian kind of brings something a little bit fresh, a little bit different, and he can kind of um, deliver on a bunch of different ways. I mean, I I was, I don't want to say I was befuddled, but I was just like, huh, I probably would have, I probably would have brought him to Raw or something. And just been like, okay, Christian, you, you put him against McIntyre. That's a different program. Bobby, Randy, is they always work well together. I would have just slotted him in. But I also think, I haven't listened to his oral sessions interview with Renee Young. But I also think it's like, I think he's old enough now to clearly see the writing on the wall. That it's Edgetown. <laughs> and um, when Ed, when it's Edgetown, usually Christian. He's on the wayside. Kind of like. Yeah, a lot of the time. A yeah, lot of the time. I, I'm sure it's not, not. Well, I don't know if it's. I mean, a lot of people are like, well, look at his post Rumble interview. Look at his eyes. It tells you everything. I'm like, all right. We're, we're like. He looks the same. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> he, he diagnosed these guys a little too much. Like, I'm pretty sure. Like, and we're going to talk about, you know, another another person that left in our in our next um, news point. But it's like, I'm sure he knows what it is. He's an adult. When he's done with yeah. the AEW thing, he'll be back to WWE doing whatever. You know, it's a bag. This is essentially what it is. When they go to AEW, it's a bag. <laughs> and the, the WWE is not willing to give. And you know that there's going to be more people doing that. They're not giving out bonuses. You know, they're, they're focusing on, on other things. Not in a, in, and they're only focusing on surefire hits, which they should be doing. And I don't think anyone should fault WWE for, you know, letting Christian go if, if they have other priorities that they want to focus on. And that, I mean, just because they're, you know, they don't pick the guy that we wanted them to pick. Doesn't mean that you know that we're all lost. If the, if if signing him meant someone else that we fuck with got a raise, a Adam Cole or a, you know what I'm saying a Ricochet or something like that, like I'm fine with that, you know, or a woman, yeah, woman, <laughs> you know, if, if they're getting a bigger bag because of this, 
I'm fine with it, but we don't know. At the end Hold of on, that. let me see. I'm trying to find the. Uh, he says, um, Christian jumped out. His signing was Pierce. Da, da, da. He says, I thought it would be a complete secret and I would show up and it would be a surprise. This is from the oral sessions interview. I hate that name. I really hate that name. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> on Wednesday, March 3rd, there was nothing signed. It was a shock to me when I heard Paul White's announcement. Obviously, Tony Khan and I hit it off pretty quick. And we felt comfortable enough that we were going to work together. I wasn't sure I was going to AEW after the Rumble, and all the talks that I had with WWE were very cordial. John Moxley talked to me and had his opinions and made me think, okay, I'm doing myself a disservice if I don't at least explore my options. At this final stage of my career, I had a conversation with Tony, and it escalated quickly. Within a week, it was a done deal. Um, okay. Well, and, cool. And, and hold on, and one, I'll, I'll I'll say one more thing. Um, he follows up and said, "Of course, anytime there's a life-altering decision, there's a lot of thought. I didn't have a lot of time to think about it, but what I really needed was the best best platform for me. I got a second lease on life to showcase myself, but also help. Where could I help the next generation?" That's what I felt AEW from my initial talks with Tony. The first conversation we had, we talked to two hours um, from that initial conversation. I was like, man, I didn't think that would go well. Um, it came together pretty quickly after that. We hit it off, blah, 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 blah. It was intriguing to me. It felt like the right decision. There's nothing wrong with WWE and how they do things. So seems very cordial. Seems like, you know, he's just doing what's best for Christian. We spent way too much time talking about Christian. Um, next up on I Love Christian. Show. <laughs> we all right, yeah. If you want to hear about terrible explosions, listen to the war report on Friday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're not for the show, uh bad explosion, really uh big big jokes, things going on. It, it looked ridiculous. I haven't been able to see it. They've they've taken it all down. Them flagging oh, people, yeah, flagging people's stuff. That's not nice. That's a, they were all nice and fun with the Giffers and all everyone. Someone said that they they they're taking out everything from the show. I think someone made a point. They, they well, they're taking out everything from the show. That's because the Twitter algorithm can't just pinpoint one thing. They have to do all yeah. or nothing. <laughs> you Are you guys search stupid? Sh- shitty explosions <laughs> and just pick that? Like, duh. Yeah, like they, I mean, they, I would I would do the same thing too. <laughs> When they do a wipe of content like that on social social media, they can't just pick one thing. Like they, of course, they're going to take everything down because that's just the way that Twitter and Instagram and Facebook work. They have to take it all down. So y'all need to. It, it was you know why they took it down. <laughs> it yeah, wasn't because so. of the. It wasn't because of anything else but the explosion. I thought it looked shitty. Um, I think that Tony's reaction to the whole thing was even shittier and threw, uh, threw his own talent under the bus. There's a report that came out uh, from Wrestling Observer that Kenny Omega was furious at the ending of it. Um, not really sure where the communication breakdown came from, but I don't think it's, a, I don't think it's in good taste to blame Kenny, whether it be kayfabe or real life, for that happening. I, I, I think <laughs> that's just a terrible... And, and Moxley started it, but I think Moxley did it in jest. Like, I think Moxley right. was it to be like a showman for the fans tony was parroting that and then trying to make it into like a storyline thing where it's like hey we haven't even they probably haven't even talked about what's going to happen on wednesday maybe he didn't even want it to go that way i just think it was a pretty shitty way to throw him under the bus like imagine imagine the gargano champa thing where they both fell off the uh the scout what, what was it that one match they had and 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 the like Johnny's knee hurt, so he couldn't get up. Imagine if Triple H said, "Well, shit, like Johnny should have manned up and, and had a, you know, what I'm saying, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, no, 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 I 100 percent agree. Like, yeah, like that would have been terrible. Like you made him look stupid. 
for no reason. I mean, uh, I don't. I don't even want to say for no reason. It's <laughs> if you couldn't get great explosion, set the man on fire. You know what I'm saying? Do something, something else. But hey man, one one company, you know, lived up to all of their crazy pandemic ideas. They took a they took a nigga eye out. <laughs> they burned a nigga alive. <laughs> they did all the crazy shit last year. Talk about it. All right. Well, Leah, let's move on. We've, we've been um, way too long. Real quick, uh, Paul White. Uh, and a brand new interview said that there's no anger or hostility at the WWE and that Vince McMahon actually called to congratulate him. So, I mean, for all of the narratives that, you know, you finally got a sack, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Vince said, listen, you, you, a, a, work the bag, (laughs) work the bag. bag. You finally got a sack and really got out of here. Right. I I respect it. in like 2025 comeback, I got a I got a Hall of Fame ring for you. Just so go do what you got to do. <laughs> do what you got to do. We're gonna give the Netflix show to somebody else anyway. It doesn't even matter. It was one season. I knew you were coming back. And I think it's cool, man. I, I mean, you know, I think it's weird. You know, to to you know, there was that argument we had the other week about older superstars. I mean, Christian falls into that. Sting falls into that. Paul White for sure falls into that. Um, but I think that that isn't an argument if people don't make it one, right? Whereas like if people would, would just have see what they use old talent for in the beginning, there would be no argument for that. And you know, both people kind of standing for both companies wouldn't be looking stupid. You get yeah. these older talent because, like we said, you need to have people to tune in. And I think when you look at it from a business perspective, it makes sense to get a Paul White. It makes sense to get a Christian. Um, you know, it, it makes sense. So it's cool that the Vince did call them and congratulate them. But I think again. WWE has different priorities and they're not giving out bags for people to just sit backstage anymore. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I just hope that all these people are used in effective ways because the way they've done my man Miro. Oof. Uh, <laughs> listen. Uh, uh, well, no, nah, you want to talk about it? No, let's not, move on. We, no, 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 no. <laughs> we talked about it when it happened. And you know you you were you, you had a lot of things to say like he he and, and and far be it for me to say he didn't he didn't have his his qualms or wasn't allowed yeah, to have yeah that's all that's all I'm saying he had his qualms he want to go somewhere where he's loved and appreciated but, and people don't laugh at Rusev Day in his face and shit but Kwan said something really cool on Twitter last week and I want to see if you agree at one at what point do we all realize that this might not just be the creative or the bookers it might really just be him I think the fact here's what I think. Um, if you want to, if you, if I'm sort of breaking it down, I think when people talk to Ramiro or Rusev, you see this kind of very charismatic, um, you know, funny type of person, and you want to take advantage of that. He's like, oh my god, he's he can talk and he's pretty funny. Let's do something with that. Sometimes that's not what you do with the guy, you know. Sometimes you you make him, you present the gimmick, and you 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 put it in that sort of fashion. The, the idea that he's kind of been made into, I don't want to say a joke character, but I guess he kind of has been compared to his WWE run, is, you know, is doing a disservice to the actual, well, doing a disservice to your actual self. I think he's a great guy, and I think he's funny, and I think he's um, charming and down to earth and all this other stuff like that. But don't, you don't got to book him like that. The man's a killer. <laughs> He's a fucking he's huge and he's he's a and he's athletic and he's kind of one of a you know I don't one of a kind is a stretch but he's he's good just come up with something that works you know what I'm saying like, I, I, I don't I think it's Rusev the same I want my narrative to say the same don't do that <laughs> I don't think it's Rusev I think it's everybody else <laughs> oh yeah it is the kids who are wrong. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> um, oh shit! Peyton, Peyton Royce, we gotta talk about it. She she had this to say last night. Um, Kevin, is it? Yes. 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 Oh, no, KPZ a little bit. KPZ. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Piziano, this is your first day. Congratulations she don't on like, the she job. She don't like black people. Hey, 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 when she said that, she said, truth, shut up. You <laughs> <laughs> don't like black people. I'm you, boy. Yeah. You and just yeah, sit there and just look like you. Okay. I'm going to skip ahead. I'm going to skip ahead. Like skip ahead. Just, she's injured right now. And yes, that sucks for her. Mm. But when a talent goes down, a spot opens up. Mm. And that spot is massive. Mm-hmm. So why not me? Why does it always have to Don't be Don't do that. Let the woman old, talk. <laughs> you know, I, I packed up my life. I moved across the world. I set up in a completely different country with, with not much of a support system to chase this dream. Okay, that's just a, that's just a bit of it. This wow. has... <laughs> once again, you cut her off. Oh, go ahead. This has once again started the new outrage... On social media, I'm. This is a this is a work, right? This is a work. No. So here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. I thought the promo was actually very good. Um, I Sorry. thought, I thought she was way more convincing than whatever Dana Brooke and what's her face <laughs> did on Monday Night Raw, where they were like, "And we deserve it." And this is why I'm a competitor. And I was just like, "No one talks like this." He's realized that Dana Brooke, right? Like. All these acting lessons you're taking is for not. Um, but I thought she came off the most convincing probably out of anybody because she used a lot of like these real life situations incorporating that. However, the reason promo is so good is probably because she wasn't on Raw and had all that time to write it and <laughs> draft it, <laughs> second draft, uh, went over with creative, all this other stuff like that. Um, so I think... Do I think Peyton Royce deserves an opportunity? I think the fact that they spent probably maybe the first close to two hours of Raw without a women's match and then kind of had one, it's kind of wild. Um, There's a huge power vacuum since Asuka's been gone. <laughs> yeah. I, I well, here, about her. Let's, have, let's, have the, let's have the conversation. Let's have the conversation. There's obviously some sort of a, a division within... I don't want to say obvious because I'm just I'm, I'm I'm taking ass there. There's obviously some sort of division between like Charlotte and the Oscars and kind of everybody else where everyone else is vying for an opportunity. But the opportunities just I mean, they're always going to be there for Oscar and Charlotte. And, and, and honestly, for a long time, it wasn't even there for Oscar. She had to kind of double down or triple down to be like, well, I'll, OK, I'll raise you one. Rhea is going to be in that rarefied air, too. That's what I was going to say. And I think a lot of the girls want their opportunity because they know Rhea's come up. They know Payne Royce is taking that boot. Come on. (laughs) She's taking that boot to the face. I think she wants an opportunity as well to show herself like, listen, I can't provide. There's obviously a massive gap on the show. There doesn't need to be like, oh, there's no Oscar. What are we going to do? You have, as they would believe, capable women on the show to be able to carry out storylines where hell after the fact. I think she's a victim of circumstance. She was obviously in some sort of tag team program. They decided to pull the bricks on the program because they thought that what's her face, um, Lacey Evans, was a little bit more hotter. So they kind of pulled the things on her, 
And now they kind of have to like sit back and kind of refigure out things to do. This isn't AEW Dark, you know what I'm saying? It's not like we're throwing on random matches on a show for no fucking reason. Things need to have purpose and and it takes time to sort of build that out and all this other things like that. And they gotta, you know, that's what creative is for. But then the day it's like, yo, give it time. I would say give it time because everyone uh, gets everyone gets a turn. Yeah. And if she, if people just went, and, I, and I'm not saying, listen, I want to separate the, I am 75 to 80% sure that this is like, it will happen and this is scripted. So like, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go away from yeah, Peyton. She'll, she, she might get, you know, on Raw next week, she might get one. Yeah. But that's how I, it I'm works. Gonna, <laughs> I'm going to go away from Peyton here because I'm not taking that serious. Um, I'm talking about like their fan reaction to this is. Like wrestling community, wrestling Twitter is so horny for these types of talking points that are not, it's not, this isn't real news. You know what I'm saying? Like this is a promo on a show that you're probably not watching because you turn Raw off immediately at 11 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? Like this is something that I had to see this morning because I didn't watch Raw talk. You know what I mean? Like, no, I saw it last there, night. So I didn't see it live, but I, you know, came up on my timeline. I, I think, well, you know, I've seen people talking about it um, after I watched Raw, but I was like, I'm not watching this shit. And I turned the PS5 on. So <laughs> I think that people are so horny for, like, controversy that whether it be something as innocuous as this promo, which could have been like, damn, you know what? Yeah, they're turning it into a hashtag. They're trying to, like, they're they keep trying to redo give women a chance so much yeah. that it's like, all right, it's losing its impact after, like, like all right, like, Everyone, she's like every- the four, she's like the ninth iteration of this. <laughs> to be right? honest with you, like like uh, you know, it, it's it's so insane that we you know we, every small thing that have every small like they really work these people online to like to do this. I, I agree. I agree. I will I, say that for sure. All the I, everyone and their little friends who comes up in the comments and the quote replies and be like, "Oh my god, yes, give Peyton a chance." Something along those lines. I. <laughs> Pump yeah, the brakes. You got to really think like some of this, like this is so capped to me. Like, it's like, really think about this. If someone, if, if Peyton gets the, ch- the opportunity, the people that the person that you were standing last week, doesn't, you know what I'm saying? So if, if Peyton gets this opportunity, the, the person that you feel like should be in this storyline, the storyline should make sense. It doesn't make sense anymore. You know what and I'm saying? And then like, you're arguing about that person and how they should have been and all this other stuff like that. Everyone's like, yo, Mandy Brooke has been men- Mandy Brooke. Um Mandy Rose. Dana Brooke. <laughs> Dana she Brooke has been what Dana happened? Was one of them. Dana was one of them too, right? Where the people like they should give her a chance. Yeah, because she was like, Oh, she's tearing it up on main event. I'm like, Yeah, she's being a wrestler. Thank God. <laughs> she's supposed to do that. <laughs> That's the, the you know what shout out to um shout out to uh, um I, I I definitely want to get the Twitter name right shout out to shout out to the pettiest boss on Twitter who dropped that Bianca clip I, yeah. did you hear it yes I heard I, I retweeted she, shout out to pettiest boss shout out to her shout out to her because you're supposed to work hard <laughs> like <laughs> think about how hard it is think about it, and I'm not I'm not trying to like de- devalue Peyton Royce. I don't. I don't want to devalue her more than more than necessary. But like, think about how hard it is for Bianca. You know, she's not from Australia, but think about how hard it is for Bianca as a black woman. You know, right. to get where she's at right now, and we're all happy for her. And I'm not saying we're not all going to be happy for Peyton Royce. I'll be happy for Peyton Royce if she does get an opportunity. But it's like, we know what your opportunity going to be. It's going to be 
10 minute competitive match with Asuka, which you had before, like two months ago, and you're going to lose. With what's happening with Bianca right now is is crazy because we do know and we we have seen what how hard it is for women of color to do that. And I just want to be clear, Peyton Royce is a white woman. <laughs> and and to be honest, Bianca Bella is just better. <laughs> like to me, I, I didn't want to get that disrespectful, but you know, I mean, it, but there's the thing. I don't think there is. I it, it might rile some stuff up, but I don't think it, it, there's a there's you know any controversy. Be like, yo, this person has been performing better con- on a consistent basis. It was like, well, you haven't really got the chance. It's like, well, yeah, well, I've seen you, and trust me, you know, Bianca Belair is better. Um, do I think Payne Royce deserve an opportunity? I think a lot of people deserve an opportunity on Monday Night Raw. There's a lot of people who aren't being used, who should be used. And, you know, we're getting Bobby Lashley for the Miz for the second week in a row, Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus for the second week in a row, um, you know, someone versus someone for the eighth week in a row. And these people who aren't receiving opportunities and just have to slum it up on main event. I think a lot of people deserve opportunity, but. Give Peyton a chance should not be the hashtag here. And it's, and it's not going to be at WrestleMania. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, you're not giving hers. She'll get hers. My, my, my thing about her right now is that she doesn't have a character. She left yeah. Billy. Billy has a character. Billy Peyton, took the character in the divorce. <laughs> yeah. She, she, like Peyton is just a person. If Peyton can come up with a character, then I'm all for it. But what I saw in Raw Talk isn't a character. And you know what's so wild about me is that I didn't respond. I don't have any strong feelings towards the promo. And once again, I feel like I'm being wild, disrespectful to Payne Royce, and I don't want to, like, overly be disrespectful. But I always felt like she's, like, maybe it's because of her husband. I'm, like, you're, like, one degree away from just, like, I'm not reciting. I'm going to AEW. That's all That's all I've all, always felt in my brain. Yeah. I could be wrong. Oh and, no! I, I think that if her contract's up and this between her being in Jacksonville and her being in WWE, I mean, I'm pretty sure the bag is negligible if she gets to be with her husband. So I've always felt that I could be wrong. It's just a hunch. It's not an educated guess. It's not a you're an AEW truth or get out my thing. It's legitimately just a feeling in my gut. It kind of feels that way, especially when the opportunity is there for her. Um, so I don't know. I've never really, you know. Double down on seriousness between the Iconics and NXT, who had a decent run, and then on the main roster, who had a equally as <laughs> decent run. Um, she's gonna have to work. She's gonna have to work. She's gonna have to work to to bring herself out of that character. She's gonna have to work like everyone else's kind of work. How the New Day had to work to get you know themselves out of that rut. Big E was in a similar position that she's you know she is at now. And he had to work for years, years to get to the position that he's at now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, everyone on the roster has to work everyone hard. Got that same story, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> everyone has left everyone from everywhere and picked up and left their own place to become a star. And that's just the sacrifices you have to make, ultimately. Yeah. Um, but, you know... I... <laughs> I I agree with you that wrestling Twitter is one hundred percent horny to figure out something, and they they always want to latch on to some sort of movement or something like that, yeah. and not for the people who deserve it neither, because God forbid, um, you know, people have been there. Peyton Royce has been there. 
maybe since like 2013, 14, 12, whatever. You know, and the 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 movement that people made for Naomi is like, yo, she's been there since the ass crack of FCW, and she doesn't even get a shot. <laughs> like, she horny. doesn't even get, yeah, too horny so, for, for some conch for some some something to be mad at. I think and that's on both companies. I think it's yeah. just way horny to do it. It's like we we've seen we've seen ample opportunities of both companies being shitty. There's no reason to try and still have this battle anymore. It's dumb. Uh, I want I want to get serious, so we can, we we gotta we gotta go to break. But I want to get serious real quick. Okay. If I could be serious for a minute, without being interrupted. Next Tuesday, WrestleMania is back in business. <laughs> I love that tagline. <laughs> yeah, We're I I, I, business, I almost ran it back. Uh, next Tuesday, March sixteenth, WrestleMania tickets will be on sale. Ticket prices between $35 and $2,500. Two-day combo tickets available. They're doing, they're saying they're doing single and double tickets. So not, so no big family events. Like, like we don't know how many people we're going to be able to see <laughs> this shit right now. So be clear. But this, this comes on literally almost to the day, the, you know, a year since we've had live wrestling shows. And, you know, this is going to be a different, you know, uh, Sorry if this offends, but I, I just got to say, like, it has been a year since we've had fans in a wrestling, you know, in, in this capacity, I'll say. We've had fans at NXT, AEW, but within this capacity in American wrestling, this is going to be a huge deal. Niels, how safe, like, do you feel about this type of thing happening right now? Like, we, you know, there's been science that has come out, and I think this is why WWE is really pushing forward on this. Um, they're, they've had reports come out and, and signs come out that, you know, people going to NFL games, NBA games, it has not led to a rise in infections and positive tests. So I'm pretty sure that's what led to WWE making this decision. How safe do you feel about WWE doing this now? So just, I mean, I feel like considering it's an open air, I think everyone will be spaced apart. Everyone will have masks on it's safer. Uh, how would I feel anxiety walking into the building? 100%. Yeah. I I would, I, I feel anxiety going on the MTA train and there's like more than 10 people on it. So to me to think that it's like, damn, would I risk it all to go to WrestleMania? I probably not. <laughs> to be honest yeah. with you, because every even at the WWE inside the walls of that stadium could be safe, but then you got to go outside those walls, and I don't know who the hell lurking out there. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I, yeah, it, it's been a different vibe for the whole year. I I remember those rough. We we were watching. We we've been pandemic boys this whole time, you know, watching wrestling. Those first really awkward, and and I would love to revisit that one day those <laughs> that first smackdown oh with no pain, that was a debacle right like i, I just want to really just talk about today like the memories of, of no fans wrestling it was a long time meals before we got the thunderdome we had to go all the way to like august about six seven months yeah yeah with no, with it was, no, it was about five months five six months yeah 
before we got the Thunderdome with what we know now, which I think honestly has added, you know, it's, it was a little rough at first. I think they were testing it with the uh, edge Orton thing, best match ever thing. Um, but I think it has added to it a little bit. I mean, it's still different, but it's like how I'm wondering like how I'm going to feel when I see people there and not screens. <laughs> I think, I think we're going to enjoy it. Yeah. Because it, it, it seems the live aspect of pro wrestling is definitely a, a lost part of it. And it, when you look at those beginning episodes, it was clear. You could hear shit drop in those, <laughs> in those things. You could hear a chair flip over uh on those shows and it it just didn't the presentation of it just wasn't well and i think just having the crowd it's going to remind you guys especially a live reaction not a piped in reaction but one that's actually genuine people might be cheering people might have been cheering roman reigns for the last six months shit (laughs) we don't know because they piping in these booze i don't know i'm gonna be interested and we could probably do this closer to mania time to guess who's going to get cheered and who's going to get booed. There's that you have to do some real heel shit to get booed on your first day back <laughs> with fans. Well, it's at WrestleMania, so they're going to have all the crap and stuff like that. If they, if they really want a thing, you know, I'm pretty sure Cuomo will open up MSG for them or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> he got his own problems. Um <laughs> but yeah, I'm a I'm a uh it's tough to say. I'm 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 lightly lifting my worry because I've seen other sports organizations do this with no problem. Now wrestling fans a little different. We'll see what happens 2 weeks after this happens. We'll see what protocols they haven't said what the protocols will be. They, I don't know if they're going to require tests or you know negative tests to to get in. Uh, I'm not sure if they're going to, you know, what what precautions they have. I know it's probably going to be expensive. WrestleMania vaccess baby, vaccess. No, listen, only if you got Scene. You can- <laughs> we tapped in. <laughs> we tapped in. Me and Meals definitely tapped in. But um, I, I'm interested to see what it is. I, I do. I miss fans. If there's any opportunity where we can have something in a safe environment for the fans, I'm all for it. Um, they got to do it. I mean, they're, if they're going to do it now, next year Dallas is probably going to be more. I think I, I would say that. What do you think? They're going to cap out at 20K, 25K? <sighs> something 69k 70 something what, what's raymond james hold on mm, raymond i don't even know stadium uh seating 65k you could do you could do about 15 20 that'd be that would that'd be safe yeah to be honest with you it kind of really depends where the hell they're at because mm-hmm. between this year and florida where they're just like yo just do whatever. Just make sure, yeah. Just make sure that you got some screen guards up and some gloves. <laughs> also, uh, make sure you got some hand hand sanitizer stations. And there's also talk that literally every single um, every single show that week will be from Raymond James. So NXT would also be from Raymond James. Also SmackDown, Thunderdome, Raw, Thunderdome, all of that would be from Raymond James. So they would do a whole a whole week there. That is fucking sick. Um, yeah, that'd be crazy. Uh. But yeah, I mean, even by the time I think by the time we hit next year WrestleMania, I mean, we're gonna hit Dallas, Texas already. Don't give a fuck. So I, I imagine by <laughs> they already open, they open already. Yeah, um, a year from now we're gonna have a hundred thou. But yeah, that that is that is my thoughts on the crowds. Sorry if this offends. I miss crowds. Uh, we're gonna talk about Raw and SmackDown. We get back on the A Show. 
Shane. Hey, hold on one sec, one second. One, one thing I do want to... Does this work? No, oh, this is much better. Hold on a second. So let me test this out here. Well, Braun, I guess I should, I guess I should get, I should be talking to you right now. You know, so I guess I should say it, well, face to face. Huh? So Braun, I, I can see you've been out here, you know, and you've been talking about the events that have transpired and that has caused me to do a little, well, self-introspection, if you will. And, hmm, what have I been doing? Did I have fun last week? Did I have fun last week? Well, absolutely I did. I mean, that's what I do, Braun. I have fun. I relax a little bit. It's all in good fun here. But that's what I do in life. I have fun. You should too. You know? Do I, I got to cut it. I got to cut it there. What the hell was that? <laughs> cut that bullshit off. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was. I was watching it. I was like, I don't know what's going on. So I'm going to go back to my phone. <laughs> that was the weirdest promo I've ever seen. Too much breathing on the mic. You've been doing this for like forty years. Why the hell are you still breathing that hard on the goddamn mic? You know? He was he was he was like winded for some reason. Like it was definitely disturbing. The most disturbing thing I've seen from Shane McMahon. I mean, remember he was sweating all the time when he came back. Like it was just like, what? Why? Why are you sweating so much? Like, are you good? I don't feel like he's still sweating. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I don't know. That was very very so much weird. Um, uh, we're gonna get to. Uh, we're going to get to that in a second. But first, I want to talk about SmackDown. What, what Not a feel? great show. Not a great show. Yeah. It, it was, it was, it was, an, you, it was, you zoomed through a lot of it. You zoomed through a lot of it. I did. We were, we, me and Mills routinely text as I watch SmackDown. I think Mills gets a, a kick out of <laughs> my in the moment reactions to shit. Yeah. Cause you're, it's at some point, you just like zoom the thing. I was like, yeah, I wouldn't have watched it either. Um, well, there was a lot of math. I was like, nah, how are you watching this? Um, and what do you feel? What, what are you feeling about the the, the Brian Roman Edge thing? I, I I think they'd be very stupid to to leave Brian as a as a spoiler and then not go through with it again. Um, I don't even want Brian in this thing. Like, this is a thing. Because if Brian doesn't win, he don't got a mania. You know, he because there's literally only two weeks left. That's cap because he's Brian. He's Daniel Bryan. The fact that he's here just in general is just a, res- you know, it just shows kind of like the resolve that he has and the able they're able to plug him into anything. Um, I'm gonna look forward to the match, but I can't say that I'm like completely like invested because it feels like a stop on the road to WrestleMania. It doesn't feel like an actual inclusion into the match, nor do I want him included into the match. He doesn't yeah. even sound, he, he sounds, um, I don't want to say entitled to Daniel Bryan, but he's, he's making a point of like, I feel disgusted with myself last year because I didn't take up a lot more opportunities. And I'm like, well, then get to the back of the line, Bubba, because yeah, that's what's out here. Hip thrusting with Otis and, 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 and doing all types of stupid shit um, and not paying attention to the Universal Championship. And guess what? Time passed you by. We can't wait up for you. You talk about this is your last year. You want to do all this other jazz and razzmatazz and all this other stuff like that. Um, 
I don't buy it. I just don't. I'm not in, I'm not into the program. I'll be honest with you. It's very weird for it to be Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, and me not being into this program. I'm just not. Yeah, I think that um, he'd be a great challenger after Mania. I think that'd be a great program after Mania. I, think, I don't think he's going to win the belt. That's why I don't really care. He seems you, like he's in his... Edge is gonna, you don't think Edge is going to win the belt? I'm looking right. more forward to that match than anything, and I think he could win the belt. I, I do mean, I think like, Daniel Bryan is going to win the belt? Hell to the no. No, no, no. no. I, don't, I don't think he is either. I think that he'd be... Like, like I was saying, like, I think he would be... Um, um, I think he would be a great first opponent for Edge. Should he win the belt? Now, the thing the thing about Roman is that he's he's quickly edging into a point where if he does win in Mania, I don't know where the fuck you go with him. He's got to go off TV for a while so they can build somebody up, right? Like there's there's no one for him on that show. Not really. Yeah, I would say so, but that's uh, never stopped them before. I don't know. I could feel like I could see the Edge program actually continue until after WrestleMania. I could see it continuing. Edge doesn't do short shit. Yeah, I, he doesn't do one-offs. Yeah, he does, he does events. <laughs> he does main events. He does movies. He does cinemas. <laughs> yeah, I don't no know. Small I, talk, I, big talk. Brian had a pretty good main event with 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 one on one with Jey Uso player. Yeah, um, it was a event, event. Yeah, it was, it was good. Uh, we got Brian and Roman. It's gonna be a good match. Listen. We we don't ever complain on this show about the matches. We complain about the direction. So the KO stuff, we they were all fantastic matches. The Brian match is, go- is not going to be any different. I'm just concerned. Like Roman finally gets this run. This is the longest. Did you see this? Is, this is longest run of all of his runs combined. Any of, of yes. all his titles. I I can 100% believe that. Yeah. He finally gets this run, and it's like it's it's a run in a, in kind of like a depleted sense. It's like. I, I kind of feel like it needed to be a little bit more competitive, but I also agree in not hot shotting it. And they're also like bouncing the, the title around a little bit on Raw too. So I get it. But at the same time, give me something. You know what I'm saying? With like, like the 20 minute intro on SmackDown was egregious this week, Mills. Like I was like, I cannot with the commercial break between the promos. And then they followed it up with like fucking, what was it? It was a Corbin versus, you know. Street Profits, Corbin yeah. and Sammy versus Street Profits and thing, and then they had a Rey Mysterio and and or Dominic versus o, or what's what's his face? I was just like, what is going on? What are they, what are they doing with Profits? <laughs> um, they're trying to instill, I guess, doubt. <laughs> Could they do it again? Yes, motherfuckers, give them the chance. <laughs> give them a give that. Give them a team. I don't even think there's a team on NXT. Well. There are a bunch of teams at NXT that, that could be cool for them, but they're they're nowhere near ready to move up. But like, I don't know what you like. They don't know how to book these guys away from the belt, and it's the same thing we're going to talk about with the New Day later. It's like they don't know how to book some of these guys without having those belts, and it's like it's like they're perpetually either having the belt or going to win the belt back. And I think that like, do you remember the Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler champions? Yeah, but I think that's a bigger conversation regarding how WWE books tag teams in general. Because everyone's a contender or they don't have a feud. No one is just slumming it around. The The only reason we saw Lucha House Party a couple of weeks ago was because they're in contention for the championship. And right. now you can't even buy a Lucha House Party this week. <laughs> they, they, can't, they, can't, uh, they can't book without the title just in general because they don't 
give any prominence to any tag team storylines. There's not there's not a tag team story that doesn't include the belt. He's like, are you crazy? Why would we dedicate that? Why would we do that? <laughs> I'm sure that's what Vince is like. Yo, why would we do that? <laughs> well, no one's gonna like that. Yeah, I don't want to see that shit. Get out of here. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but um, I mean, we have that. We also have. Listen, man, I try and give a lot of 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 leeway to this booking team. They've done a really good job in the past couple months. Like that, that's without a doubt. I think we both agree with that. What the hell are they doing with Sasha and Bianca and Reginald? Have they have they like changed their minds on him? They're moving him off the show. I think they did. I think they did. Carmella fired him. I think that they see a lot in him for sure. He would be he should be realistically gone. But I think they see him as a character definitely on a show and could be used in a lot better position than someone who is just a wine guy. I think they see him take the bumps. I think they see him interact with the women. I think they see him with a whole bunch of things and kind of see a different position for him than just um, I guess Carmella's heater. So there's they a pulled lot him away. Upside. There's a lot more upside to him than uh, Ellsworth. I will say that. Yo, but he's flipping better than Carmella. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Vince was like, you see that? Hold up. Wait a minute now. <laughs> How can I get one of those? Um, so, yeah, I could see him. They moved him. He's now with... Um, he's now against uh, Bianca and Sasha, and now he's teamed up with Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It worked. I mean, I'm not mad at it. Whatever. But it's, I'm not it's, mad. It's more his story than it is the two yeah. women's story. And I understand the match itself is big on its own. I'll be clear here. I don't even think you need to turn either of them. But you need to give us something. There's a long time before Mania, and what you're giving us is a rematch for the tag titles, which they should not win. I don't know why you're doing this match. <laughs> like, they, like, Bianca doesn't need to lose. And Sasha's taking pins. She don't need to lose either. Uh, uh, fuck, man. I don't know. I don't know. Are they waiting for Fastlane for this feud to be started? Because WrestleMania is like two weeks after that. It should be starting <laughs> this week. <laughs> I mean, the feud should be... I don't know why they gave him the shot at the belts. They gave him the shot at the belts, and then they gave Lana and Naomi. It was like, oh, yeah, we got to do that. Let's do that. Well, this didn't drop the storyline, so I gotta I gotta commend them for that one. But it's like you do that screwy angle in NXT, which was like, okay, that works. That to me is gonna work better for NXT than it will for that those tag titles because they're in limbo right now. The NXT ones I can see being used quite often on those shows. <laughs> like they're gonna use those tag titles way more effectively, especially with the fact that EO doesn't always defend her title or appear on the shows every week, which is fine. Main I have thoughts about those titles. I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of them. Just from the ass. If there's a second um, show, they need them. I get yeah yeah they do yeah they do, but I'm I'm WWE's track record with tag teams and and doing stuff doesn't lend them more belts. Like I feel like those belts are going to get unified in the next five years anyway, because. They just don't do a great thing with tag teams. And even this Bianca Sasha tag team, right? right? So I'm pivoting back to this shit. It's just, why is why is this happening? Why are we still billing this? Let's get to the actual match itself. I think people want to see these two clash. I think people want to see them get it on. 
and and build an actual program. Yeah, have them hit know. each other. Have someone hit someone. Finally, we're we're bearing the lead on SmackDown. We gotta talk about Apollo Cruz. Oh yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of talk about Apollo Cruz. He he debuted a uh, he debuted his accent, his African accent. On the day coming to America came out, which is hilarious for a lot of reasons. <laughs> people, uh, people yes, I know. There's a, two? Um, <laughs> There's a second one. God damn it! Listen, yeah. man. The first one I, was a key in the African dream. You don't want the second one to pick up. <laughs> I'm um, I don't hate, I don't hate um. I don't hate the accent. I don't hate the look. I especially don't hate the look. I like the look better than the accent. How about that? I absolutely love the look. I think they but, do. Go ahead. I'll give my thoughts later. I think that they need to position it as Apollo being clear that this is not how he talks. This is how he talks to show that he's above everyone else. To show that he's royalty. Like King Booker. That needs to, He needs to be a delusional heel that does this on purpose in order to show his superiority because i mean there is a conversation to be had you know with, within this about something that they've never really done about you know you know african-americans and you know africans you know what i'm saying that that's the big argument just on clubhouse and stuff like that there is an argument to be had there i don't think a lot of the audience for wwe is going to get that so i feel like they are no still i don't know they're speaking directly to a specific audience in a way, Meals, that I don't think they ever have if they choose to I don't do think it. they know they're speaking to that audience, to be honest with you. I, I think that, I mean, if you think that the, the Apollo has no say in like what he's going to be doing. I, I think Apollo knows. I think Big E will know. I think the people who are writing and presenting this show have no idea what the fuck is going on. <laughs> it's like, oh, African-American, of course. Yes. Um, you saying that because Apollo got a white wife? I didn't say it, um, oh, but <laughs> I think, you know what? So the introduction of the accent, I think it needs a lot more story attached to the accent. I And it, to me, it's kind of like WWE does these things sometimes where it's a little bit of overkill on the actual presentation of something instead of a gradual thing. I don't think he needed the spear. People are like, oh, Drew has a sword. Why can't he use the spear? First of all, the spear came out of nowhere. <laughs> Yeah, the, the sword had an actual three-week story. <laughs> yeah, sword Seamus brought it. He brought it back from his homeland. It came, da da da. He used it in the beginning of his career. Blah blah blah. The spear just showed up. I don't think the spear was needed. You know, like I, I be, I be listening to the conversations, especially the things that like Paul Heyman will be saying about Simone's, and be like, "Yo, he's they're like one degree off from savagery." I'm like, you realize this is 2021, right? Mm-hmm. Like. People, they don't, like, people don't walk around. I mean, far be it from me, they probably, you know, there's probably a sect of people who do a culturally thing, but it's like, there's no bones through noses anymore. Like, yeah. people have assimilated to American culture, and then we should be, as, as, as people of, you know, as children of immigrants, as people who have been passed down from immigrants and stuff like that, like, we can acknowledge that, like, these people are American with these history and these backgrounds and stuff like that without having to, like, the wrestling does a thing is like, well, the person in the 25th, the, the, the four, the, you know, the, the 200 seats needs to be able to, you know, get this thing. So that's why they have these props and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, but look at the, look at what you're doing. Like, he doesn't really need the spear. 
the accent itself needs a little bit more explanation. I don't mind if it's like a delusional accent as well, but I do think it's like we didn't really need that because clearly him just saying he's African is enough. Him having to phone it to to tell people like I am this and I am that and all this other stuff like that. I'm just like, I don't think it was necessary. I think you were telling a great story without it, to be honest with you. And oh, now he's going to have to beginning to tell a story. Yeah. Yeah. And I think now you're going to have to wedge it in as much as he can. He's going to have to turn it on. Uh, damn near and talking smack in the beginning of the freaking conversation. He forgot to turn it on. I had to turn it on halfway through talking to Paul Heyman. Like, I don't think it's necessary. I don't. But for representation for people and especially like Nigerians and Africans and stuff like that, I'm, I'm, I'm sure this means the world to them. So I, you know, more power to you guys as well. But I think for the overall story and kind of telling the story and kind of position these characters is just not, it's not really all the time. It should be black and white. Oh, he's African. Let him talk with an African accent. Sometimes it's gray. Sometimes he's African, but he's been in America for his entire life. <laughs> and he has parents from Africa. You know what I'm saying? And people understand that heritage and people can respect that heritage and stuff like that without it being like phoned in heavy. Just like, yeah, now speak African. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's how I felt. That's how I felt just in general. That was my thoughts. Yeah. I, I again, I, I think you got to give him something. You got to get something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is his thing. I think that he can make it work. I, I I have all the faith in him to make this work. And if they drop the accent next week, no harm, no foul. If they drop it a month later, no harm, no foul. They could Kofi talked like a Jamaican for like five years. You know what I'm saying? No yeah. harm, no like whatever. It's wrestling. Um, I just don't want them to, to veer. You know, like you said, like too closely into parody and also too closely into disrespecting uh, an indigenous culture. You know what I mean? So like let let's just keep it respectful. Right. Um. Let's. Is there anything else on SmackDown? That was. I don't think that was it. No. Let's let's run through Raw. I gotta yeah. run pretty soon. <laughs> All right. Uh, Bobby Lashley era begins. Uh, I I didn't have much to say to you about this Miz thing. I I mean I think we we had seen what this was four weeks ago, three weeks ago. When I didn't happened. get why it was happening, but I understand. I mean, I guess maybe they wanted people to watch Raw. <laughs> well, I mean, it's bad, and then you have to make it very clear that Miz will not be in the storyline anymore. He is absolutely out. He is to the back of the line. And set up a situation where Drew is. They keep calling him like was it the presumptive, like the 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 challenger of it. It's like yeah, like either watching the TV in the hallway and shit like that. I was like, nigga, turn the channel. You about to get clocked real quick. <laughs> I'm like, bro, we know that he. You know what I'm saying? We know that it's Drew next. Y'all don't gotta like lie to us. And <laughs> yeah. also like doing this doing this thing with Drew. It's like okay, we we know that you know we're presuming that he is, but it's like there's no reason why he wouldn't be. Like if there's ever been a um an argument for a rematch, this is the argument. <laughs> like yeah. Before Miz got his, it should have really been Drew, but uh you know, it, it is it, it it's crazy. Uh the Miz and Bobby have a real match. Hooray. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah, I was I was just like, all right, well, it is what it is. Um, it's over. It's fine. Uh, I'm assuming um, one of the reasons why it could have happened was Bad Bunny was not on Monday Night Raw this week. He, I'm assuming he had, you know, Grammy, right. yeah, Grammy uh, rehearsals and stuff like that to get through this week. So he just wasn't on Raw. So maybe that's another reason why this match happened. 
as opposed to maybe they found out like, oh, shit, Bad Bunny's not going to be on Raw and kind of change it because it was originally supposed to be Bobby Lashley's celebration or something. Yeah, um, I think that the um, I think that the storyline for he and Miz will probably start proper um, next week or something like that. Miz, Miz has not stopped saying his name. He said in an interview with Yahoo that he wanted to break Bad Bunny's jaw. So I would hope so. I mean, I wonder if they. I mean, yeah, he can he can fly in from. They're doing the Grammys in person. Are they just? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I'm not. I don't plan on watching. To be honest, I'm not. I'm not going to watch it this weekend. I mean, I, this is this is like I'm on. I'm going on year four of not watching. Yeah, I agree. Let's continue the tradition. Um. But yeah, that that's cool. Um, speaking of Sheamus and Drew Mack, they have a they have another what, what I thought was a really good match. Uh, they they I mean they've been tearing down, you know they've been tearing down the house, but it's like to what end? It's the same situation with Brian and Roman on the other show. We know that this is a bump in the road. We know that he's going to overcome, and we know what the match is going to be. It's it's pretty clear what it is, but you got to fill this time. I thought Sheamus took a really sick stare bump. Like that could have went really bad with with his head. Yeah. Being- between the stairs and it fell on his head i don't think he planned on the falling on his head part i i agree i mean there's there's a little bit of space between it i don't think it's like you know his head hit a the little head. <laughs> that looked like it uh, hurt i mean i'm sure it hurt but i don't think it was like gonna kill him but i don't know i thought it was a good match as well um when it was announced again i kind of just rolled my eyes because at the same time it's like again we're doing this again like i love it but again like, how many times do we need to go to the well? And if we see it again next week, I'm just going to flip. But luckily, they have other things planned for next week. Um, yeah. But we're going to see this again. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to see. Before WrestleMania, we might see this another, at least another two times. Oh, you got to see it one more time. I don't, I don't think two. I think one more for sure. Uh, because we say they, one, but then they drop two. They're like, oh, shit. WrestleMania you know, preparation and like Bobby's like sitting on a throne somewhere or some shit like that. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, uh, it, it is. You know, it's it's definitely Raw a... was ass. Raw was ass. I I don't I didn't uh, look forward to talking about Raw this week because I thought Raw in just in general, because like overall was kind of ass. Absolutely. It was ass. I think that yeah. I think both shows are I think both shows are lost. <laughs> Which is weird. <laughs> right it's wrestlemania I, yeah where's the, I, I, where, where's the lostness where where are we we're going towards something that's how i know this wrestlemania might be mid like it might be last year was the type mid no i wouldn't say that i would say last year was a lot of stuff that was like i still remember stuff from last year i'm gonna say that i remember stuff from last year too but I think that's a, like that's in a grand scheme of things. Yeah. That's a big. Uh, that's a that's a that's a big take. I, I think that for for what they had to put together and the time they had to put to, put that stuff together and 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 the 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 restriction. I'm not, I'm, I, I'm not blaming any of the. I mean, well, I, I think that for what it was, I thought that Mania had memorable moments. I thought it had one of the one of the best main events they've ever had with the Boneyard match, which I still think I I watched that back a couple weeks ago. I, I still think it's fantastic. Um, I thought the Seth Rollins Kevin Owens thing was really good. I I can't I can't sit here. I, th- I, I think night one, night one is definitely better than night two. I'll give you that. But I think that as a whole, as a package, I, I think that for what they they managed to pull off, it's good. I'm not gonna co-sign it being mid yet. I, I think that we know 
what matches are on the card, but I can't judge something where I haven't seen the actual work rate yet. You know what I mean? So it's like there are matches on that card that we do want to see. We absolutely want to see. But, but there will be matches, but there will be matches that you know it's like, uh, I don't know about this one. Like well, two nights. So I mean, they, they gotta they gotta pull out all the stops. Um I think Drew and Bobby is gonna be they they had a great match last summer. You know, so it's like we haven't seen it since last June or July. So why not? Let let him run. Um Bad Bunny, whatever he does, if that happens, that should be fun. Damian Priest getting a look, that should be fun. There's a lot of things going into this one. I think that we got to see the rest of the car. We got to we got to see both sides here. But as far as the shows, the building up to these shows are, have, has not been knocking it out the park. And I think because they it's don't been have the worst it's ever been. It's legitimately it felt like the worst. Like even last year, we had like Styles talking about Michelle McCool and dropping her name and all the other stuff like that, and Undertaker showing up and beating up people. I can't even say ever been because people hated the build up to the to the to the you know the 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 Ronda Becky stuff. Like people were saying that that build to that WrestleMania, not that match itself. They were saying the build to that was bad and the worst it's ever been. Like if we gotta, I think I don't know. I we gotta have a curve to this if you're gonna say it's the worst ever. I think it's one of the worst ever. (laughs) I, I I think we've talked about it's March 9th. WrestleMania is a month away. I don't think they've even kind of really gotten started with any of the direct programs yet, except for weird Shane McMahon versus weird Braun Strowman. Which knowing Shane's. And then track- and, and Randy versus, you know, Fiend, of course. Which will probably be a cinematic match. Right. Or- but we don't even have this shit on the card thing. We don't like, we don't want to talk about it because <laughs> it's, it's the same shit. That's true. I mean, I didn't put it on there. I mean, I didn't put it on there because listen, the, the, the show's build. And we and we say this all the time. It was just like the pay per views in the pandemic era so far have always been solid. I think there's only there's only been to me like two really bad ones. Where I wouldn't say go back and watch. I thought that I think they've all been really good. I think that we're yeah. we cannot judge. We cannot judge this show based off of the the TV because we'll at least have two or three matches that end up being really really solid or really really great. Drew is going to be on that. I think the build has been. I think the build has been mid. I'll say that then. Well, we always say the TV. The TV is always bad. The, the pay per views are always generally pretty good. We've always been saying. I'm that. saying, yeah, but I'm just saying the build is bad. The build is bad. We know. I've, we it's always we've bad. seen. We've seen great. We've seen great builds. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you know WrestleMania. I could see it, it's like oh this might be a mid WrestleMania. I could see that in the future. But I'll wait a couple weeks until we but figure it could, out until our prediction show. It could just be as easily that was really a really good mania. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it could go either way. Like I, I'm not gonna I'm not going to sign this mania's death certificate yet <laughs> because it could go either. Okay. Way. We don't know what they got planned. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, we don't know. And I think if you're looking at Raw as a show, and it's like we barely talk about the shows, like they're really you know looking at even the show notes, there isn't much for for us to say about the show. Like especially after you talk about Bobby, Miz, Drew, Sheamus, there there isn't much there. You know what I mean? But yeah. I I think that I'm not going to sign the death certificate for the show yet because there is we, we do have a pay per view and <laughs> we have a pay per view next week that we got to predict, and they're going to be adding stuff to that card, you know, imminently. And I think that we'll we'll have a we'll have a clear picture of, of what's supposed to happen there. Am I more excited for Takeover right now? Absolutely. Than WrestleMania, absolutely, because we we can see the machinations of something being great on that. And I think that NXT has been on a roll as far as building up these characters and these storylines to mean something. They don't like WWE doesn't have that that home run angle right now, and I think that's really what it is, and that's really why we're not feeling it. 
on Raw, we knew it was we, they weren't going to have one. On SmackDown, Edge was it, but now it's like weird. Edge wasn't even on the show last week. You know, so it's like we don't know. I what think the want. fact that we're building to this. I mean, if like you said, if Daniel Bryan's on the WrestleMania main event, it's like, why did we spend the last three weeks really hammering home this Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan thing? And it kind of amounts to nothing if it's just Edge versus Roman Reigns, even though I would rather see that than the triple threat. But to me, it's just like we the storytelling itself we don't need to do we're building towards this pay-per-view we can do overarching things and this is just a point that can still include a lot of the stuff i would have preferred roman and jay versus edge and brian <laughs> i would have preferred that because it just makes more sense um but i think just these over you know these stories that they're kind of telling, they're obviously doing like these mid gaps, these stops on the way thing. Oh, we're doing this tag team match uh, with, you know, Nia and Shayna versus thing. Like, no, let's tell better stories. Let's, let's build up. Let's Sasha Banks defend her championship. Like Bianca had to work hard as hell to get there. Sasha Banks should be able to have to defend her championship as well to prove that she's worthy of the WrestleMania main event as well. And let's, and incorporate Bianca into that and incorporate a whole bunch of things into that and maybe even some of the other women. I think it's just not as... This feels very... The build feels very kind of just like... I mean, we said it over and over. It just feels lackluster, but it shouldn't be for WrestleMania. Like, this is what we've been looking forward to. Like, we talk about these shows, like, oh, we're in the slump. It's the fall. You know how it is. And WrestleMania season, they'll ramp up. And they just haven't. (laughs) It's been the same shit. That's why it's hard, so hard for me to watch Monday Night Raw because I'm just like, yo, this is the same, same shit over and over, over and over, over and over. I don't know. That's my thoughts on Raw. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry if I just spilled and, you know, stuff like that. But that's generally how I feel. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I didn't think Raw was... I, you know what? I want, to, I want to hear from the people what they got to say. If you make it this far in the episode... <laughs> What do you thing. got to say about yeah? That. What do you got to? I don't, don't want to hear that. Say the same thing. They're gonna right. say the same. Shit. They're gonna say the same right. shit. You said <laughs> maybe there's some sort of validity to what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? No one's saying it's not valid. I'm just saying like I. They're gonna say the same shit that you're saying right now. I absolutely agree. I think that I am not going to. So you don't care about the weekly TV? Who's saying I don't care? I watch it. I mean, I'm not saying you don't care. I'm just asking, like, so you don't care about the weekly TV? Because it feels like we're heading towards the pay-per-view and you're like, okay, well, the pay-per-view could be awesome. And, like, that's great. But, like, I got to get through 36 hours of television before I even get there. Well, I mean, listen, Mills, what you do on your Mondays and your Fridays is completely up to you. I'm saying that I watch. <laughs> I'm just saying which one of your Mondays and your Fridays is completely up to you. But it's, But I'm saying I watch it because, again... We do this show, but we're also because there could be something that gets announced that we talk about. And we have a, we have a good argument about like if you're telling me right now, I'm not watching Raw SmackDown until Mania. Fine, I'm not gonna stop watching them. But at the end of the day, it's like I don't. We we've been talking about imperating the same thing over and over again. I'm just saying I'm not I'm not going to write the death certificate for Fastlane. I'm not going to write the death certificate for for WrestleMania because I'm down on the TV right now. The TV's been down for every single fucking show for a whole calendar year. It's just the it's just the reality of the situation. It's if, if this raw fact, this I'm, is not endemic, this raw is not endemic of a problem that just that just popped up yesterday or this well, week. No, because we talked about it. We've talked about it for weeks. 
But what I'm saying is that, like, yo, it's really de- it's it's hard to continue to feel like, oh my god, yes, when it's just like these raws just kind of seem thrown together for over and over and just the same thing week by week. And at some point, it's like you got to take in account. It's like, yo, television got to matter too. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're investing people like that, like WrestleMania can be fire and that's going to be fine and okay and so beautiful I think and all the other stuff like week, that. I think it's just the first week with SmackDown and Raw was both week. <laughs> and nah, we- this isn't. It's not, it's not even that. Like, it's not even that. I'm talking about just Monday Night Raw consistently bad. Consistently not interesting. For the not last interesting. five minutes. We're for the last five minutes of the show. Since, since legend, we're clearly scrapping the rest of the book here. What do you want to do? Oh, that's next week. All right. I could do that next week. I don't want to. The, the thing. I'm just saying, we got, I'm, we got five more minutes in the show right now. What do you want to do? What, what do you want to do now? Because, I mean, I, like you're blowing, up, you're blowing it up. Like, you, you're blowing up. We could end the show. We could wrap up the show. Actually, I need to wrap up the show. But that's what I, I'm just giving my general feelings on Monday Night Raw. This is generally something that I generally feel in terms of just watching the show and how I feel about watching the show. I don't enjoy watching the show. I don't feel like something crazy is going to happen. I don't think, uh, you know. As, as much as there's a good match here and there, I don't think that's all you need to make a great television show. I think more emphasis needs to be put on also the television as they are in these pay-per-views. And I think the pay-per-views is much more um, indicative of the talent itself rather than the actual storytelling created. You've been this for a year. Absolutely. This is just what I feel. But this is what I feel. Let me feel how I feel. I'm not telling you not to feel. Relax. <laughs> Relax. This no is just how I feel. Nobody's telling you not to feel how you feel, bro. Like, I I think the only TV that I've seen the past year that is to me is like, okay, I, I definitely got to watch it. It's been the last three months of NXT. That's it. And it's all, it's it, to me, it's all made sense. It's all flowed together. And that's, that's been the strongest TV. Just to me, strong in the SmackDown, even with Roman on there. But I think that this week was, it was a weak week. I'm not, Again, like I, I I watch it. I'm a fan. I'm I'm a I'm a continue to watch it. But it, but if it if it is if it's fast lane, it's like oh shit, we don't even have a card yet. You know, you got to admit that there's extenuating circumstances on 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 a lot of this shit. And we've been living through the extenuating circumstances. So it's like if if they if if none if they can't bring together a package that makes you want to watch these main roster shows, then then don't watch the main roster shows. But at the end of the day, Mania is coming. They're gonna have something on there. It's it's gonna be crazy, because it's, it's it's gonna be two days. So it's like again, the TV is just it's just not good. It isn't, but I mean, I could at least find we could at least find one thing that we were just like, uh, okay, that was that was passable. And who knows what it'll be on, what it'll be on 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 SmackDown this Friday? But you know, it, it's up to you, Mills, with how you want to tackle TV for the next month. Cause it's, it's, I don't, I don't see it too many damn things changing unless somebody turns or we get an actual storyline going into mania. It seems like they, they just don't want to like commit to any type of, like they could have, they could have called Drew and Bobby last night, you know what I'm saying? And, and just spared us the bullshit. I, I absolutely agree. And just gave us a storyline between these two. Cause I'm like, at, at, as it stands, you're going to give us two weeks to, to have a, a actual storyline between these two. They faced each other before. <laughs> what the fuck are y'all doing? Let's leave this as a to be continued. <laughs> What's that mean? No, say it right now. Like, I gotta leave. No, I gotta go. <laughs> well, we're uh, we'll <laughs> we'll figure this out. Mills Mills has to go, of course. Um, 
yeah uh until next week this is this is really down i i don't i don't like i don't like the way this this episode we're gonna ended. do predictions next week it's gonna be fun it's the only reason i'm down i don't like the way this one ended i don't i'm, I'm let's, gonna be honest on, on there i don't like the way this one ended. let's play the let's play the explosions from from fucking revolution for the end of the show then let's cheer everyone up no i'm just playing some pop let's play just the audio <laughs> I don't like the way it's ended. Until next week, I'm Justin for Meals. Follow us at the A Show RNC. Listen to the Rewriters Room this week. We'll be back next week from Fastlane Predictions. I'm off that idle road. Pussy me nice.